from Quite the Thing Media. time of the year. It starts at the end of January and culminates at the biggest event, the granddaddy of them all, WrestleMania, which of course is now a two-night affair. Um, this is usually the time of the year when Laps fans, fans that maybe haven't been watching enough or a lot of wrestling, tend to dip their toe back into the water to see if there's anything that grips their interest. Um, on the build-up, as we say, the biggest time of the year in the wrestling world. Um, so we thought we would come back and review the Royal Rumble, watch along the actual Rumble match, um, discuss the pay-per-view as a whole, see what else comes out of that, and of course talk about the plans leading up to this year's WrestleMania. I'm pleased to say I've got two wonderful wrestling podders with me. Um, First of all, the young pup that will keep us all up to date and correct with the current storylines. It's Mr. Xander Staff. Xander, how are you? Yeah, I'm doing. I'm doing not bad, man. Thank you. Um, hopefully, hopefully WWE have kept it simple this time around, and everyone just hates each other because they've got nothing else to do, so they hate each other. <laughs> um, and of course, the the the, the third man uh, to make this a three-way dance, the, the man that no nobody could really hate. It's Mr. Craig Fry. Craig, how are you? Well, you obviously didn't see me drinking last night. I'm the third man. I'm more <laughs> like Scott Hall. But no, I'm, uh, I'm good. Thanks, buddy. Thanks for having me on. Um, right, so what we'll do is in a couple of minutes, we will put our WWE network, or if you're in America, the COP network, to two hours, 54 minutes and 17 seconds. We will mute our tellies. We will go through... Um, discussing the rumble, discussing the entrance, talking about past rumbles, uh, because over on our sort of sister podcast, um, What Maneuver, myself, Craig and Xander, um, recently went back 30 years, 20 years and 10 years and watched the Royal Rumbles, um, the matches themselves, and uh, a watch-along format, and just, this, he just discussed everything that was going on, wrestlers that transcended those generations who were still kicking about 10 years later or so and I say all sorts of daft spin-off conversations so this is really the culmination of this to see what WWE has on offer this year um, but before we get into that so we'll just have a quick discussion about the sort of highlights of this this year's Rumble so Sandra what, apart from the, the men's Rumble match which we're going to watch along in a minute what was the sort of highlight for you of this event? So actually, probably the start of the show. Um, one thing that WWE is trying to get right so far, uh, looking back, you know, ten years and twenty years, they they've sort of just uh, missed the mark on it, and they sort of missed the opportunity with it. But this time round, they were able to sort of hold in on the the Reigns and Rollins like shield storyline a good bit, uh, and to have Reigns come out first as the champion did annoy me. I will say, I'm, I'm always a big fan of the champion coming out last. It's you know what the champion does, but. Um, Having Reigns come out, so Reigns came out first, and I was just kind of like, right, cool, whatever, you're doing this, and 
But then Rollins came out to the Shield team and had his old Shield gear on, uh, which which sent the fans in the meltdown. And I thought, you know what, that's that's really good storytelling, good callbacks. That's um, that's wrestling to me. So uh, probably the probably that to be honest. Anything else? Maybe um, Nikki Esh attacking Mighty Molly. That was a that was a good spot. That's a good way to turn heel. I think is to attack a legend. Um, other than that, maybe it, it, the uh, mixed tag wasn't terrible. It could have been better. That there's been better, but yeah. Uh, other than that, uh, yeah, probably probably those three moments for me. I'm going to be honest, Craig. When I asked that question, I didn't really expect to hear the words Nikki Ash come out of Xander's mouth, but we'll learn to expect the unexpected from young Xander. We just have nothing in common with these millennials apart from our football team we support. Um, no, I mean, R- Ronda, Ronda coming back, definitely. I mean, the, the, the intro as well with, um, with Seth coming out, just brilliant. You know, um, and it it was very hard to top that afterwards. Um, we had a title change, um, but that's sort of almost the same as what we had um, Survivor Series two thousand two with uh, Heyman turning on Brock. That's um, big show back then. He, he yeah, big big show uh, for a month long reign. The mixed tag uh, was grand. Um, are they going to start doing like a, a a married couple's title belt? Oh, please don't give them ideas. <laughs> yeah, you're right. Uh, but hey, it's it's a good way to keep you know experienced stars occupied. Um, what was Edge going to do in the Rumble this year after he won it the previous year? Um, and it's a fine spot for Miz and Maurice to promote whatever reality show that I guess some people watch but certainly not me um, so yeah and then obviously we're going to talk about the, the rumble itself but no I was I suppose the the so called forbidden door being opened as well with um, Mickey James uh, coming out to our TNA or sorry Impact Wrestling it's called now um, music and uh, with their belt as well and it being acknowledged by WWE which was it sort of happened Beforehand, when you used to get like Carlos Colon and um, USWA and, and Tenru and such things coming over for the Rumble, but you know they were always like from a another international federation or from Japan. But uh, no, to acknowledge another wrestling promotion is pretty good. But they've been doing a lot of that on the um, Broken Skull series with a lot of ROH and TNA content, but not. Um, yeah, that's that's my standout moments before we get this show on the road. Oh, uh, one more, the ivory, ivory coming out in a right to censor mode. And berate- by the way, one of the best themes ever. I refute anyone that says that that theme sucks. Like, if you think that that theme is terrible, you're being worked. Like, yeah, it's supposed to be bad. Literally the point of it. Yeah. Um, right. Awesome. Uh, I will go through my highlights very quickly. I thought the the Roman Reigns Rollins match was fine. Um, it was okay. I, I'm old school, right? I like to know who we're meant to cheer for. Um, and Roman was meant to be the heel, and Seth was doing this really annoying gimmick. Um, the, the heel stuff was pretty cool. I didn't like going through the table in front of the referee because, come on, like we're meant to have rules here, people. But apart from that, 
uh, modern wrestling sort of take on it. It was it was fine. It was quite well done. Um, the women's rumble. Now I, I I'm not the biggest fan of women's wrestling, as people know. Um, but I will pay them a huge compliment, right? See when you get people like Sasha Banks, right? Who I'd say is probably my favourite woman wrestler. Um, when you get people like her, when you get people like Natalia, when you get Charlotte Flair, um, even your wee Nikki Ash, and compare them to people like Melina, like Kelly Kelly, it shows you how far the women have evolved and how far they've developed and been allowed to develop, right? Because back then, they, they weren't looking for female wrestlers. They were looking for tens, as JR refers to them. When he was told to recruit them, he was he was he was told to recruit tens. Uh, he wasn't looking for wrestlers. He was recruiting tens. Um, but come on, how over were the Bellas? You can't say they weren't. Um, they were over. Bellas <laughs> equal money, mate. Uh, Lita, I thought she looked a wee bit rusty. Um, I know she was a sort of star attraction this year. Mickey James got a good pop, to be fair as well. Um, it'd be. Remiss of us to say that, uh, but I the, the women's match was fine. I, I didn't watch Becky Lynch versus Dewdrop. Dewdrop might be one of the worst names that they've come up with. Mm. Um, this side of what was it, Chile McFrost or something? They wanted to call Steve Austin. Uh, that sometimes you just see it say no. Uh, I say I know she was doing that whole thing with was it Eva Marie? Yeah. But when 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 she sort of turned face on her, she should have said my name's not Dewdrop and. Sort of cast aside that name. Um, Brock Lesnar, which we'll talk about when we go through this rumble because it, it will come up quite a bit, I suppose. Mixed tags, I've never been a fan of. Just bore the life out of me. But if you're a long term fan of. Is that three decades or something that Beth Phoenix is facing Maurice or something? Did I read something about that? Uh, it'll be about three decades now, yeah. Uh, not his tens and then obviously the 20s, which is. Still pretty scary to say. Uh, so, okay, so we are at 2 hours, 54 minutes and 17 seconds. We'll go 3, 2, 1, go. Uh, so if you're not watching along with us, don't worry about it. We're going to have lots of discussion about what's going on in the ring. And if it's anything like the other pods have done, we will be discussing everything from people who are still here, people who are champions of the promotions, and what colour people are wearing. Because we found, say, what rumble was it? It was 2002. That every second competitor had a pair of black trunks on or black tights. I think it was even more than that ratio. Ah, it was. When we got to twelve, it was like you know pepper popped in between black and white. Yeah, so, um, and then when we went back to like ninety two, there was all sorts of different. Um, so yeah, there's a whole lot of. Um, ninety two was like watching a Beatles cartoon. <laughs> <It was> so <laughs> colourful. Oh, um, right. Okay, everyone ready? Got their networks loaded up and ready to go. Okay, so I say we're at 2 hours, 54 minutes, 17 seconds. I've got the WrestleMania sign on, and we'll go in 3, 2, 1, go. And of course, uh, that is the famous shot of the Mania sign. And I must say that wrestling often gets accused of taking something that's a good idea and then shoving it down your throat so often that you're sick of it. And I think that with pointing at the WrestleMania sign, it has become something that we're sick of by now. Am I right? Yeah, I'd agree with that. Although the the, the sort of frustrating part with it now is that 
they, they acknowledge that they do it so much that they now want to do it a lot because they yeah. want to like, rub it in your face that this is a joke now. Like, yeah, so I give, I give you a minute. Yeah, it's literally, and it's no longer the road to WrestleMania, it's the start of point to this, it's point to the sign season. Yeah, and uh, AJ Styles out first here, who was it five or six years ago? Was it as long as that when he debuted? Did so it's... When it's he debuted, I think. Um, did you see yeah, the homage to the, the greatest ever there with uh, the Shawn Michaels pose? Um, that that would have been a good feud, wouldn't it? Yeah, it was Mooted in 17, uh, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, Instead, we got AJ against Shane, and then Sean came back a year later for the Saudi tag. Yeah, it's a shame, but I can't go anymore. Can't be a better match. Um, if Bret Hart could duck kicks, then we might be able to have that, but hey. <laughs> um, but, uh, Goldberg's still playing on, you know what I mean? Bret's, Bret's chucked it, so who's a better worker? Let me ask you that. Spoiler alert, Goldberg came back last night. Oh, I know. Goldberg's still going 2022, that makes you think. Um, and a man that I read has not defended this Intercontinental title. Was it? Was that in November or September on TV? Yeah, September 2021 was the last time he put his belt on the line. Can I just say, by the way, see all, see all these little graphics in the sky? Get these to fuck. Aye. <laughs> Who's this for? Pat McAfee, Pat McAfee, oh, by the way, we that. Yeah, that, that is class when McAfee does that. <laughs> but um, who's talking about like the big stuff? I've said before, right? Is it, are you talking about like when Rowan Reigns has got the big, the big image of him and Randy Orton's got a snake that comes out the screen? Ah, uh, Randy Orton's got the Viper. Um, uh, yeah, yeah, I mean, you had Styles there. He had the hands, right? With Styles, I just don't. This stuff isn't. It's clearly not for children. You can see it in the arena, obviously, because it's it's a graphic for people that are watching on TV, but the, uh, they must be getting good feedback from that because they, they keep doing it. <laughs> to me, it's going to be like um, in the 80s or the early 90s whenever it was and we discovered green screen, that everything went green screen and now you look back and go, Jesus, man, somebody sort of said, let's lay off this for a while. <laughs> um, we're, we're doing this too much. And it, <laughs> the Roman one's not that good. It's like... It's not like a real graphic, it's like obviously it's like a blunt that you would see at like yeah. a Macy's parade yeah. that they'll put on. Um, it's like the old Goodyear blunts that used to go around the, the top of the, oh, the arena. Oh, remember they used to have them in the arena, yeah. What yeah, they, yeah. Oh, wasn't it Goodyear's? Who was it they had? Um, oh, it's going to annoy me, man. Because Jerry Laurel used to joke that Max Minnie was driving them and stuff like that. Yeah, like oh. the, the old sets for interviews where it was just a locker room with a payphone in the background. <laughs> <laughs> I always wanted somebody to go make a call at that one. Yeah. <laughs> or fight over fight over using the phone <laughs> like they threw in prison. Nakamura, last time I seen it, he was kicking about with some guy playing a guitar. Still is. Yeah. And I think he comes out later on, doesn't he? Yeah. He's now, he's now got a Freddie Mercury type gimmick. But yeah, well, Spoiler alert, former winner. I, I, yeah, I, if, if we done a quiz on former winners, I would not have picked him in a million years. Um, I remember it once, I think somebody said it during this broadcast, and I was like, mm. and halfway through these, I'm like, who is this guy? The I'm problem like, with some of these winners is that if they're unsuccessful challengers at WrestleMania and they're not in the or they're not in the main event, it's quite easy to forget about them, you know. So yeah. Nakamura was 18, I uh, wrestled in 2018, 
and uh, middle of the card. A guest AJ Styles, no less. All right, okay. Oh, see, I, I didn't even know that. And that, was the, that, that was the that was the that was the Lesnar. Um, that was the the Lesnar Reigns main event. Ah, this guy's WrestleMania plans have just been thrown out because Shane has been released. I think him against Shane would have been a stick on for Shane's annual um, million quid for wrestling. <laughs> It's, I'll be honest, right, most of my wrestling reviews knowledge comes from either Inside the Ropes magazine, which I am a subscriber to, or the genius that is Jim Cornette's podcast. Um, and they, should say they, pronouns pal, um, Jim Cornette and the great Brian Lass have a great fun taking the piss out of Vince McMahon's voice um, and segments with Austin Theory that I'm led to believe start in the Survivor Series with a golden egg and some sort of media yeah. movie tie-in with the Rock's film. Yeah, the, the the tie-in was to convince Rock to come on, but the Rock didn't want to come <laughs> come back, so they just uh, but they, they ran with the storyline anyway. And and give credit where credit's due. A lot of people are really enjoying Austin Theory right now because of this, uh, which is fair enough. They should enjoy him. He's, he's actually a really good wrestler. He's just he's going to be hindered, uh, uh, though these next couple of months because he's in this Vince storyline rather than actually just having matches uh, to showcase his worth. He's going to have to showcase his worth uh, in promos, which I will say is not his strong suit, uh, which, which you, you'll find out if you were to watch some of the uh, sort of backstage stuff that they're doing. Um, th- th- this is the one that... Stuff like this in the Rumble, I know they do this a lot of the time in the Rumble, and this really frustrates me when you have probably your best workers in the company really early on in the show, or really early on in the match. They come out um, you know, well, I mean, you know, been off. Rude, Rude's not done anything, and just but <laughs> you have you have pretty much a you know, Styles, you get Nakamura, he's your IC champion right now. You got Theory, he's a great worker. You get all these great workers that come out early, and then later on they're absolutely puffed and knackered because they're having to do all so many spots. And then you get all these like sort of you know bigger guys that can't really go. And then sometimes a lot like it, later on in Rumble, it just it looks really sluggish and slow when this really should be like the higher point in the match. We, I think we actually got a TNA chant, I think, didn't we? Um, to two wrestlers that were about in TNA when it was actually good and watchable. Uh, what, what was the uh, first tag team he was in, Rude? America's Most Wanted. Yeah. That was it. Um, yeah, and then it was uh, Beer yeah, Money, right? Beer Money, aye. Which was uh, Overlay Rover. Uh, no, yes, the, was actually the quite... Hogan either. Aye, he was quite high on Austin Theory, actually. Cornette. Said that he's going to be a big star. Um, to me, he looks a wee bit small, but then again, I, I compare a woman to uh, 1980s Roises Up. And there is our first elimination. Bobby Roode, thank you for coming. Um, We've got six former winners in this year's Rumble. Oh, that's a good trivia question. Uh, Orton is one, Lesnar is two. We already said Nakamura, so that's three. Nakamura's three. Um, oh, God. Did Edge come in? I'm trying to remember who actually comes in this. Um, I don't think Edge makes an appearance. Would you care for the years? Yeah. For clues? Um, aye, okay, go for it. You've got the 2006 winner, the 2012 winner, and the 2020 winner. Rumi yeah. Stadium. Yep. Yeah, that was terrible. And right, okay, so here's my first right, and we'll come back to your question, right? 
your this is my first boost this guy. Rich Holland, who I believe um is Seamus's apprentice. Yeah. Aye, this guy's um, it, it's funny actually this guy's as English as it gets, but they've put an Irish accent on him so they can be like an Irish tag team basically. Um he, he started in NXT, he was only there for a month, like you know, NXT two point he was only there for like about a month at least until Vincent Bruce decided, yeah, this guy needs to come up. Uh, called him up. First yeah. ever match in the main roster was at day one, that pay-per-view, uh, and the kickoff show, and he busts his nose. <laughs> and so, yep, his first ever main event, his first ever uh, main roster match, rather, uh, he actually breaks his nose, and uh, this is his return, basically, and he's now got the mask on, as Seamus did. Also, we just seen an elimination for Nakamura, and I really don't know why he was, again, don't know why he was out this early. I, I feel as though former world number one, I should stay in the match for pretty long, but there you go. 100%. Uh, I've not seen a match like this since Cal McGregor wore one last week and uh, no one really got near him but that's a, a pod for a different day um, Right, okay, so we've got six we've got three that won us, haven't we? We've got Nakamura, we've got Randy Orton, we've got Brock Lesnar uh, Rey Mysterio, which is four uh, Sheamus he's yep. won one, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Sheamus is five, so one more why don't we just leave it? He's one of our surprise entrants. Yes, I just said to you boys before we started recording. Um, I forget why I walked into the kitchen, so I I've got no chance to remember what happened in this pay-per-view. What's last week? <clears throat> we've got four. We've got four that were unannounced in this one. Montez Ford, right? Mr. Bianca Belair for the married couples tag team title division oh, at the start. That, that could maybe the place the twenty-four-seven title because. If you're putting that, then you're really in a creative nowhere. Um, I mean, you know, I, I did, the couple's title. <laughs> I did see a funny tweet. Someone said that the best way to uh, not get released from WWE is to ask for your release from WWE. <laughs> 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 Which I thought was rather cute. Um, Rich Holland certainly looks like a unit. Um, certainly got the size. Another interesting takeaway from this year's um, Rumble was no NXT um, participants in either the men's or the females Rumble. Uh, yeah, no, there was none. Which and no the pre-show. I can't yeah. think they could get they could get Walter over like over if they put put Walter in a Rumble. Kevin was spot. Or a, or a Survivor Series, you know, a, a team wipeout job in a Survivor Series match. Uh, who was that? Damien? Uh, I think. Oh, I, I actually done that accident. Who the hell is Damien? No, the first one that came to mind was Damien Demento from the LA Nineties, for those of you who have been watching that long. But Damien Priest, they sort of fumbled him a wee bit, have they not? Is he still yeah, US champion? Yeah, I, I believe he still is. The, the weird part about it, and this is sort of, this is just another example of you know Vince man managing people and, and getting it totally wrong. Personally, I didn't think there was anything wrong with, with Priest's character. He was the archer of infamy. That was the, the whole point. Uh, uh, people were really enjoying it. People were loving these matches. But then Vince thinks, oh, do you know what? Let's just do this Jekyll and Hyde thing with you. So your Damien side is your evil side, but your Priest side is your good side. And yeah, it's not working. So I, I I don't know why he thought he had to change it, but clearly he's changed it for the loss. Well, again, there is a pod there that I've been threatening to do for a, about a year now, which is people that have made a different... People that came up from NXT and done well 
versus people that they've changed when they've come up from NXT and they have failed. Um, I, it's, it's, do you wonder why they do that? It's like, this is working. People are getting into it. So if a smaller audience is going to get into it, I mean, generally it should translate to a slightly bigger audience. Um, but everyone they sort of bring up from NXT, they sort of ruined. Whether it's Keith Lee, um, I know Big E was champion, but it took him, what, best part of 10 years to get over as champion? Mm-hmm. Ooh. And that's now it's Sami Zayn. Uh, who, they, they, are, they are very, very glad to um, sign Sami Zayn down, I think. Definitely want to sign your lights for WWE. Yeah. He's one of these guys that, no matter what you give him, and I think he does quite well with it, he'll put himself into everything. Like, I, I, see, I drop in and out now. Did you see the promo with Lester <laughs> um, a few months ago? A few. Yeah, that, yeah. yeah, exactly what you give. Give Sami Zayn anything, whether it's a squash job like with the Lesnar stuff, or it's something daft like he has in this rumble with Johnny Knoxville. Like you give the guy anything, and then he he makes it work, and he, he gets it over. They are very very lucky to tie him down for more years, because um, he could have easily jumped to AEW and then be doing that for them. So very Heath Slater-ish for the more talent. Yeah, yeah. I, I quite like Zayn. I, I think he's one of these guys. He's good. He's a good worker if he needs to be. Like, I think I remember him having the sort of underdog role against the Kevin Owens sort of bully in NXT. And you guys can correct me on that because I'm not going to claim to be the biggest NXT fan ever. But that was just the sort of matches. I love that movie done where he jumped through the side of the turnbuckles when outside the ring. Yeah, yeah. That, that's a good move. Until he, did, good move. until he did it against Cena on the the Open Challenge for the US title and injured himself in his debut. Oh, here comes uh, the celebrities. And you mentioned Knoxville, right. We're going to talk about celebrities in this. Um, one of them, I think, has done quite well. The other, not so well. Uh, who else is there from Jackass? Is he wee man? Uh, who's the other one? Are they new guys? So the guy, the, the guy sort of on our right, that sort of like Knoxville's left, I think he's the director. Ah, so right. he doesn't seem to do a lot of, uh, much. I can't remember who the big guy is in the back, but he has been in some of the Jackass films. I must admit, they're, they're a wee bit of a guilty pleasure of mine. Uh, I, I do like the odd jackass film. What, what's, um, <laughs> even Johnny Knoxville points at the side, uh, who is looking old with that grey hair. Actually, surviving at this age has got to be some sort of a, a miracle. Um, but I quite like the, the silly stuff they do. Like, see the, the one where they say high five and a big giant hand comes around the corner and absolutely leathers somebody. Yeah. Uh, that sort of stuff's funny. Uh, what are you going to see, Cake, sorry, I cut across you, mate? I forgot, no. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome oh, to my did world, friend. Did, um, did you see the red carpet spot with Sami Zayn got evicted and then ah, knocks over? Sami Zayn's like, yeah. uh, like the Mountie. <laughs> and of course, Xander, you might touch upon on the gaming show. Uh, the new WWE game is, is must be quite close to coming out because I'm seeing quite a lot of press for it. Um, yep. I watched uh, a couple of videos on uh, IGN and it certainly looks a lot more promising than some of the previous incarnations because look at Sami Zayn, just what a heel, taking the elimination. Um, but I wish you'd really thought some WWE 2K22. Yeah, it, it, it does look promising. You're right on that. It, 
one of the one of the main concerns for me is that it, it's, and I, I suppose this isn't really a concern. It's just sometimes that's how it goes. But it took them a very long time to show us gameplay because um, because they were reworking the entire system with that. And then as soon as we get around to seeing gameplay, um, it isn't sort of isn't as glamorous as people want it to be. And unfortunately, and I, I totally get it. If you're making a if you're trying to make a game title every sort of every year. It's never going to look that different. I mean, if you were looking at, you know, big titles like FIFA, for instance, there isn't much difference to these games anymore. They come out, you know, every 11 months or whatever it is. Uh, but they, they took some real time on 2K22. Um, of, co- of course, they're being very careful with announcing the roster for it because apparently, uh, according to people that have been able to play the game early, there are some release stars in the game. Uh, so they're being very careful of announcing them because I, I feel like it, it won't be until release time we find out that or it looks like the fiend might be in the game, you know, whatever, something like that, right? So, uh, yeah, I, it, it's, it, it's looking very promising. If it's any worse than 2K20, then I think they'll redo up 2K, but uh, it can't be worse than 2K20. No, um, I've not bought a wrestling game in years, but I might, I might when, I'll see how the reviews are, um, because there's been terrible glitches in the past, like, it's just, it's not been a finished game when they've released them. Um, but this one is getting quite good reviews and really back to basics. Wrestling games should not be uh, like FIFA. If you know what I mean, like, if you have good guys that FIFA used to be able to, like, see if you'd picked up FIFA last week or a year ago, you could still play it and be pretty decent at it. Now FIFA's got so many moving parts to it that it's quite difficult to do that. Um, but I think that's sort of simplified the controls from what I've seen. Like, small strikes, hard strikes, grapples, um, and talking about people that are strikers and grapplers, uh, Omos is about to enter the ring. And so the last I thought that was very good. I could say he almost went full. Was it Balotelli that couldn't get the bib on? <laughs> He's probably <laughs> take his jacket off here. Uh, Undertaker's uh, had that couple of times that he can't get his jacket off. Um, just has caught fire one time, didn't it? Was it going to yeah. the elimination chamber? That's a crazy yeah. story, that one. And of course, the, the sign caught fire, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it caught fire earlier on. Um, I think the, I think the wrestling games should oh, really be really follow the, the PES model and just have a roster update. You know, have a have a good, well working game engine that you keep for a year or two, uh, a year or three, and just do a roster update at a uh, nominal price. A, a roster update is a is a really good idea, but um, unfortunately, it's, it's down to what WWE want, and WWE want like a yearly title that's that has different features in it. And I really don't know why, because it's, it's an outdated model that. Uh, but I, I do agree with you, though, Craig. I, I think um, every so often having a roster update of people that actually aren't with the company anymore, they go out, and people that have just joined the company, they get a, a big name of someone from NXT, uh, stick them in, uh, get something new done. Yeah, because either that, you're just doing like a feature where you've got like storyline mode, oh, we can have that in one year, take it out the next year, um, GM mode, um, <laughs> slobber knocker mode, that used to be one of my favourites in the back in the day. Like, um, the Tiger Woods Golf Games used to do that with certain courses, they'd be in one year out the next, um, depending on how long the rights agreements they had for Augusta, etc., do anyone else think that um, Ricochet's tights was a bit of a homage to Jake the Snake, World Rumble 92? Uh, I thought it would be more Eddie Guerrero. 
but I could. Yeah, yeah I can. I can see me. I can see what both you mean by that. Actually, just without the pattern and stuff. Um, and <laughs> or Bam Bam Bigelow. Or Bam Bam Bigelow's <laughs> head, eh? Um, almost. Do you think he's ever going to be workable? Uh, okay. The issue with almost now, uh, and this was actually one of the perfect things about keeping Big Show around, was that if you do have guys this big and they don't know how to work in the ring, send them a Big Show. Big Show's been doing it for decades. He yeah, understands. Nash has uh, been down. Big heel guy, so. uh, Nash has been down helping him in the, the PC. Oh, has he? Right, okay. Yeah. That, that, that will help. That will help. Because that's, that's <laughs> what you said on the, the show with Austin. And the thing is, almost is that. More of a big man than a giant. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, I did love um, when Cornette was talking about how he had to train the, the fake Diesel. <laughs> I think he said it took him about 20 minutes because he did four moves and one of them was a hair flick. <laughs> 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 um, but right, who's this? Chad Gable. This guy's. Small discussion on ugly belts, they've ruined the IC belt. I, I love the classic Bret Hart, uh, Shawn Michaels design. I didn't mind the updated Randy Orton design, um, but that, that one that Nakamura's got is terrible. Uh, and they've done the same with the tag belts, I'm sorry. And the, the same tag, with the US. Yeah, the, mm. the, the tag belts are just like ugly pennies. I mm. really understand the thought yeah, process behind them. When they amalgamated them in 2010, I think it was, and it was Bret Hart came out and gave the those big like copper ones to the Hart Dynasty. I mean, the old one, the, with the word was it world, isn't it? Or was yeah, it yeah, a, a globe, a globe yeah. tag written on it. Yeah. <laughs> what more? What more do you need? This, this to me was probably my favorite part of this rumble. Actually, is just Chad Gable rounding up the crowd here, saying, "Right, this is the big guy. Get the big guy out." You're the tallest out of us. You do the first job, but almost throws him out. So right, so Chad Gable was thinking, right, Plan B, let's all go for him. That to me made Chad Gable look smart. Though I think that's good booking for Chad Gable. I was actually quite enjoying their program with um, Orton and Riddle. Um, I like uh, Otis as well. Oh, oh it's, mm. he's, yeah, he's been um, well, he's been brilliant. There was a size pick for Breakout Star a couple of years ago. Uh, I thought he'd be main eventing by now, but Simon is the king of bad opinions for a reason. Um, <laughs> he, he is and close. they finally eliminate the big guy. Uh, that doesn't, does nothing to harm him. It makes nope. him look quite quite strong when it takes every day to do it. That's, I have no, no issues with that. And it's it's previous... almost good, um, continues the sort of styles almost on the line. Made Chad Gable look smart. Yeah, when an elimination is good all around, that's a good elimination. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we touched on Johnny Knoxville and the Jackass tie-in. He came in, faffed about for a wee minute, got a couple of moves in, and was flung out, and then quickly followed by Sami Zayn. So again, that's that doesn't hurt. Um, Bad Bunny will be a, a different uh, discussion. But if, we, if we're doing a quick colour count. Um, and here we've got Dominic Mysterio in an all-white bodysuit we've got Austin Theory in red we've got Ricochet with his Eddie Guerrero Jake Snake tribute with a big flame up one leg uh, the guy with the mask on is in black tights so like if you're watching this with a novice and what we've always said if you're watching this with your gran or your uncle that doesn't watch it you can quite easily say 
who's that guy in the red? Who's that white guy in the blue? Um, I say it's not always been possible, and here comes Baron Happy Corbin. Yeah, it's, his his storyline progression of you know the character development of this character is just it's been really confusing and and just poor overall. And I, I know it's not nice to say, but you you would not be surprised, or at least I wouldn't be surprised anyway, if he was on a future endeavoured list at some point. But they seem to keep him around. I think they're quite high on him. I think they are as well. Which confuses um, me though, considering no one really else is. Like, I, I don't mind Corbin. I think he's he's fine as a heel, but that's it. I, I don't think he's great. I don't think he's terrible. I think he's fine. And sometimes that's um, when when you win fine for a, a while, something needs to change. He's a um, good. He's a good um, main event heel at a, a B premium live event for a face champion. You know, like what they did with Rollins. I think they did. They have a program with McIntyre as well. But if you're oh. thinking like through his storyline since his debut, <laughs> remember Kane was at the psychiatrist and he just like went through his biography. Yeah, it's just shit gimmick after shit gimmick. They need one on Andre the Giant Battle Royal. <laughs> Which I remember they well, I remember they first came in and he got long hair, um, and he was sort of low, was a lone wolf or something. Yeah. He's an excellent NFL player. Oh, he is. Yeah, as we say, we've been doing the 2030 or the 30-2010 for the last Rumbles, and here's someone that's appeared before. We've got, we've got three in that category. <clears throat> That'd be Randy Orton, Dolph Ziggler. I'm trying to think who the other one would be. Maybe Mysterio. Mysterio, I no, Mysterio was uh, from one of his many injuries at this point. Ah, he's coming out next. Ah, <clears throat> but I mean, you've still got okay. Big E's just not far away from making his debut. Um, Mysterio, even on the undercard, you had Miz. McIntyre was um, McIntyre was on the undercard ten years ago with um, Brutus Clay. See, this this is what confuses me now is that e- easy easy storyline implication having Rey Mysterio and Dominic in the Rumble together. Yeah. But Corbin throws and throws Dominic out now. Dominic got about what five or six minutes there in that Rumble before his his dad comes out. Like it's easy easy storyline easy storytelling there, and you've just thrown the guy out. I just don't that to me confuses me. Like I, I don't get that. There were so many tag teams that were in the Rumble this year. You had the ideal opportunity for tag spots. Um, as much as I quite like to go back watching 30 years ago where people were just going around and punching each other and Flair was falling over damn near drunk. Yep. <laughs> F- former winner from 10 years ago. Ah, Seamus, of course. And he's not really changed. No. Like We watched 2012, what was it, last week, the week before, and he has not changed. Like some guys, like I mean, I know he's just got like changes <laughs> and whatnot, <laughs> Which is quite a good spot as Paul gets eliminated before he can get to the ring. But would you not be running to the ring if you've got? If you've got you you did try and save him. Seamus just sort of watches him get eliminated there, and, and that uh, is his pal, as you say. I just so many confusing little storyline bits that to me just make sense, and you shouldn't really think about. Like Seamus saves Seamus saves his pal, and they go uh, on a wee run round the ring and beat up everybody. Easy little spot there to have, and they don't do it. 
does, uh, he, does everyone team? does everyone need to have a sidekick nowadays? And then the new manager, doesn't they? Hmm. The, the new managers, you don't have managers, you have sidekicks. But like, see, that was me. I would have Seamus catch him, and then yeah. maybe have like AJ do a baseball slide to kick the guy who knocks down Seamus, who then drops him on the floor or something. Just something like you say. Into the eye. No, just Seamus turns up and gets out the road of him while he falls. Uh, they, they make Seamus look stupid. They, they make they make Ridge Holland's what twenty minutes in this rumble look poor. Like, it just it doesn't help anybody. And right here comes Freddie Mercury with <laughs> Boggs. You see, I thought this guy was getting booed when he was coming to the ring, but they're actually chatting Boogs, which I, I think is intentional. No. Were you saying were you saying Burns or Boo Burns? <laughs> <laughs> Classic Simpsons. Or <laughs> what was it, Bootista? <laughs> well, this is quite. I, I say, like, this is one of these guys who I've like, I don't think I've ever seen this guy wrestle before. Um, no, he normally just but, plays the guitar and McAfee goes apeshit and starts no, dancing on the desk. His, his power, his power sort of lifted, power bombed. Um, Gable up into the corner and then sort of rubbed his face in his crotch for a minute. He's got a right Dan Severn look about him. Or uh, Zangief from Street Fighter 2. That's a good, I like that look. This is is impressive, but it's also like, why why are you lifting a guy up like five times before you throw him out? Just throw him out. It's a rumble. I I think, oh, I did, to be fair. There you go. If you do throw him out, it's fine and it works Some well. Size, isn't he? Aye. They also missed that on the on the main camera, of course, because I, I don't know how you get that wrong, but clearly that was a spot that was meant to happen and they missed it. But you have to well, see well, it. This is the team that missed Edge's comeback spear. Another <laughs> <laughs> ridiculous thing as well. I just, uh, uh, they, they re-edited it. Yeah, whether they fixed it, but. Yeah, because Ziggler bumped like crazy and tweeted out, I cheers for catching it. Right, this guy annoys the life out of me, right? I have no idea who this guy is, right? I know he's um, his pal, but... So, we talk about common sense, right? So Corbin has decided to enter this match wearing a Hawaiian shirt and a pair of jeans or slacks or something. This guy comes out with a pair of dress shorts and a pair of braces on. Um, I did have a chuckle at Cornette saying that how far McIntyre has fallen the last year he was shooting with Brock and stuff like that, and now he's been well been mad at the hot dog vendor who, who shot changes them and actually feud with, with these two idiots. Um, of, is it Madcap? Is it Madcap Moss or something? Yeah, um, Madcap Moss. Yeah. You know, and, uh, Corbin. The the thing as well with McIntyre is that he did so much during the pandemic. You probably need to have him down the card for a little while. Just otherwise, you'd just be getting like you know, sick of him like you did with Cena. No, that, that that's that's a that's a fair criticism. I, I feel as though that not only did McIntyre really carry that pandemic era in WWE, but so did you know so did uh, Gero, sorry, like Sasha Banks and Bailey. Mm-hmm. Bailey's apparently fit to go. And she wasn't in the rumble this year. And Sasha Banks got thrown out relatively early in the rumble. And Drew McIntyre's having a feud with these guys. I just feel like you're really not... Um, 
you're, you're really not saying thank you to the guys that really carried the company when, when there was no fans in the arena. I can understand Bailey not coming back if, um, well, Wanda came back. Yeah. I think you get lost in the shuffle. Aye. I think if Bailey comes back, she'd probably a good one to come <laughs> back and feud with Ronda. There's this half lit. Um, <laughs> no, he's really not, man. Riddle yeah. riding a scooter, <laughs> flip flops on. Um, I know people sort of like him. Sandra, you're young. Do you like this idiot? Uh, you know what? I, I, I enjoy Widow, um, but he's been very... I mean, look at this, right? That That's that's new. That's different, right? I, I like different. But see when you had all the birds coming at his feet and all that stuff, that's just no... Just enough of that. That's no, that's no wrestling. That's that's cartoons. We only watched a cartoon watching wrestling. Um, but no, I mean, Widow's, I think Widow's great, you know, see, see if um, if they are going to eventually turn him heel on Orton, that's going to be fantastic. Yeah, I, th- I thought they would have done it here, because Orton was the hometown guy, I thought they would have done it here. Yeah, uh, and another, another story, another bit of storytelling that they just didn't bother with, and I, I don't get it, it feels as though this rumble is almost like a separate entity to what's going on around the storylines of WWE, it just makes no sense to me. According to the dirt sheets, Riddle was going to win it. Yep, until yeah, Sean's weird, sweaty hands all over it. <laughs> um, I, said, I, just, I just can't work out why this Matt Cat Moss guy is walking about with a pair of braces on and his, uh, dress shorts that somebody would wait at a bar, bar mitzvah or whatever is it, that, it is. Yeah, it's also the fact as well, here we get Shamey here, right, former winner. We've got Dolph Ziggler being in, what is it, 15, 16 rumbles. Uh, we've got Riddle, he's sort of the, the, the new upcoming guy. I understand yeah. these are two guys and their pals and you know two v one situations whatever, but why why are these two? Well, let's let's face it, they're jobbers on SmackDown. They they're lower card really. What why are these guys running the rumble just for this Drew McIntyre spot? Where okay, people were surprised to see him back because he was injured at day one, but he was only away for a month. <laughs> it's not as if he was away for ages and he's made this big return. Hey, I, I, I do quite like this bit though with the sort of flying riddle. AEW had to have an interim champion because Cody missed a week of TV. Oh, come on now. Um, you mentioned uh, the reality shows. None of them are really as good as Close to the Top. Which it's been renewed for a second season. Buzzing. Has, I must say that that's still my favourite wrestling show on TV. Um, I will not hear any arguments against it. And McIntyre, like, like you say, for that small minute, dumps both of them out. Just and, total, total McIntyre's a star here. McIntyre's a star. Who, I mean, we, we spoke about, look, this is it. Like, right, I've dumped you out, but I'm still pissed off with you. Here you go, into that daft board round the, the pole. And I love they throw. They're brilliant. See, for a big guy, it's just a simple thing. It's not a suplex. It's like a throw. Like, yeah. this is like... Um, this is like Savage in 92 oh, with Jake. He made, he made a mistake there, look. I'm sorry, but if you're not really angry and you've got those stairs up against the guy's heat, you're flagging them at his heat. You don't just yep. decide to turn around and just... Uh, I think that was a sort of botch, but we'll get a better botch in a minute. See, right there, that, what's that selling to Corbin? Oh. If you get whacked in the with the stairs, you're not going to flail over the barricade after two steps. You're going to fall to the gun. That's a, that's yeah. a good spot, though, on, on the stairs. 
simple stigma. That, that, that is, aye, that is, and if you're, I think that's quite a simple bump to take from my sort of very limited bump knowledge. But right here, I thought they missed a spot as well. I actually thought they were setting up for the Kofi spot. Like, see the way McIntyre dumped the stairs. I thought they were going to have like Mac, uh, Kofi land on the stairs that were halfway up the aisle or something like that. Um, but they, they immediately put them back. You're like, okay, right, it's clearly not. I hate those Kevin Owens punch sequences. Let's hold each other by the side of the head and slap each other's ears. <laughs> That's a good power bomb. That's good. Uh, good shit. But I also didn't like the way when Kofi comes in, they go, oh, I wonder how he'll, he'll manage to escape from elimination this year. And you're like, well, they're just sort of telegraphing that we're going to see some miraculous escape. Um yeah, and not trying to push the fact that he's been so many bumbles he might try and eliminate someone this time or something. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to, what was it? Was one of them he used a, an announcer's chair, wasn't it? Ah, uh, GBLs, Yeah. Did one of them stand in pancakes or did I make that up? He, oh, does he stand in the pancakes or does he just land on the pancakes? Uh, he, he does something with pancakes, I remember that. Uh, it was the one where, like, um, Woods ran down to catch him and, like, he wrapped his legs around Woods' back and Woods sort of carried him in and one of the commentators said, didn't you and um, um, Ron used to do that in the APA to JBL? <laughs> it was like, Ron's going to kick you for saying that. Very <laughs> um, Mysterio. So when did he debut WWE? Would have been, what, 2002? And that was done before that, of course. It's just that he's, oh. he's been around. Um, oh, did you see? Right, I, I, I'm not one for really modern news, right? I, I don't know why. I know is it Dan Rogan, Seth Rogan, or whatever it is with the podcast that people are pulling music off Spotify. Really? I, um, mate, I don't keep up with modern news, right? But I did see something about that. Um, Jeff Jarrett did or something. Uh, but no, somebody says that the West. I think the first one I seen was West Texas Rednecks have pulled their music off of Spotify. <laughs> so I thought that was that was class. Um, <laughs> And then I, people there, of course, like, do they just just turn that out and say Jeff Jarrett's pulled all his music off Spotify? Um, <laughs> but no, the West Texas Rednecks ones tickled me. Uh, rap is crap is still one of the best ever wrestling songs. Absolutely. Inadvertent getting over. Oh, it was probably the, they were meant to do nothing, but of course, because it was at such a southern crowd and. I never, I never got probably. that whole Master P rap genre. I went over to the States one year and I was like, who the hell? Who is this? It was like in the Source magazine for ages, and I just, oh, I'd struggle to pick a, a song. Here you go. Here's another graphic that you talked about with a lot of Mario themed. I just, don't, I just don't know who they are for. You never, you know, you never see like kids on TV going, "Oh, I love seeing them on the telly," or you never see, you know, anyone tweet about that stuff. It's just that I feel like there's some sort of really tiny audience that likes that stuff, and WWE's keep doing it for them. Either that or it's... Like you say, they're, they're not talking up. Sorry, Neil. Either that or it's insider trading. Maybe it's a Vince company for this software. <laughs> it's like that WrestleMania 33 where like, the, the whole show revolved around that. Um, the, like, like, the... Oh, yeah, go on. Oh, yeah. Oh. Oh. <laughs> and, and the fact that the fact that this ref has to go, no, mate, it's a clear botch, a total botch. 
and it's a little bit like he's there a minute to take the camera to see if we can get away with it. And like they switched to the perfect shot. Like clearly it shows. I mean, he landed ribs first. Look. Oh. It's a, it's a, it's a, I so want to take that one. It, that is. Do, do, I, I saw, I think it was Sean Ross Sabbath tweeted it, and I think it's, it was a good point. Show the elimination from above. Show, show him do that land from above, and when you then go to the replay to see that he was eliminated, then you can sort of make that a little bit of a storyline there that way by saying, oh, he's actually been done by the replay there, not in, in real time, you know, make, you know, make a VAR joke about it or something. But yeah. right there, they had the perfect shot first off to show it, and then in the replay, they've got an even better shot to show that he's actually eliminated. And now, um, the, all, all the biggie spots later on is, is totally ruined because apparently there was some uh, big spots that they had planned, and now they can do it. That's what I thought when I first watched it. Biggie just looked like a sack of shit from being like former champion to. Um, they made him look like a jobber. Hmm? He had yeah. nothing to do. Which probably. He only he'd only lost the woman title thirty one days previously. It's like well, it's like that discussion we had the other day, Andrew, or last week, and I was like, who was the last guy to have a good first WWE title run? If you think like Punk never had a great first run, he was like midway down the card, and Cena was still main eventing. Um, who else off the top of your head? Randy Orton never really did a great first run. I always think the first one is just to sort of test you to see if. If you have what it is, it takes to come back. Mm. Yeah, you could uh, even argue Bret Bret Hart. Bret Hart, Bret, aye, he was. Bret, Bret Hart's had some good runs actually. Um, I, I think people would probably say that Bret Hart's third run might be his worst. I personally think he's quite underrated. I think he has some good matches in that run. Yeah, uh, Undertaker and Diesel ones. Yeah, I, I, people thought they were, that one was quite good. But I thought I thought he, he worked them quite well. Maybe if we look to the women's side of things, I suppose maybe Ronda Rousey, but she's always going to be booked to be that strong, isn't she? So she's always going to have great matches. She had like that brilliant match with Banks at the Rumble, uh, and of course she has the the Mania main event. I can't I can't remember who she faces at the sort of fast lane, but that was also I remember that being a good match. She had Charlotte as well at Survivor Series. That was a fun one. Um, so probably probably Ronda maybe is, is a good first one, but yeah, on the on the men's side there isn't that many to pick from. I say that they also seem to put out like the first run to sort of test, but see how you get on. Some people never come back for it, like Jack Swagger. Yeah, um, Swagger's was, was dreadful. I, I suppose if we look at WCW, maybe David Arquette here a great run with the belt. <laughs> but it's, it's even harder now to get that first run right because you've now got you know two men's champions, two women's champions, main event in the paper, uh, the, the premium live events. <laughs> I can just see my nine ninety nine a month going up. As soon as you see that big premium tag. You know, here's Big E, and like you say, there's no time to like sort of say, right, okay, Colin Audible would do this instead. Because they, they clearly can't do anything. You know I mean? They, they can't sort of say, right, go out there yep, and put it through and say, do you do Kofi's spot, whatever it was. Yep, and you can you can see in his face, he's just like, right, I can't be asked. You know, my night's ruined. Let me do my stuff and I'll, I'll leave. Do you believe we're at number 26? Because it was a minute and a half, wasn't it this year? Yeah, but still. What have we seen really in this 50 minutes? A roll kick on Big E. I think he goes out quite soon after. Yeah, you you just you don't you don't see far too much in this one. And personally, I I thought the women's rumble this year was actually better than the men's. But in, in terms of 
I think one of the big driving factors for the Royal Rumble every year is the surprise factor. Because lots of people want to, you know, do the countdown and then someone's music hits and everyone's like, oh, it's this person. When they came to the Women's Rumble and, and there's some entrance in the Men's Rumble, there's so, there's so many music now, that, like, there's so many like tunes for people that just blend together and sound the same that when you when you hear that music, you're like, right, who actually is this? Then they come out and it's like, oh, okay, it's that person. You know, it's not like a glass shatter or something or, you know, no. do you think you know me or whatever. But here comes someone everyone knows, apparently. Apparently. Hey. Okay. Bad Bunny. Apart from probably the worst name, um, I don't like the fact that he comes in and slaps about several wrestlers. Uh, six foot six, three hundred pounds. Yeah. Um, now I can take it. See if he came in and he, he was built like a mad cat moth, right? You could maybe say, okay. Um, that's fine, yeah. but well, it, it's and the the worst move in wrestling right now. The Canadian destroyer. Yeah, body destroyer. So stupid. <laughs> that's a terrible move. It was absolutely pathetic. A full sting whip at one. Um, was it PT? PT. Did you see the? Aye, he was the first one to do it. Like, so I don't know if he was trying to go into a sort of camel clutch there, and he grabbed Seamus for the leg. Yeah, and then I think Seamus realised, oh wait, I'm about to break someone's teeth here that is worth about a billion dollars, or not. Don't, don't get me wrong, like, the elimination was perfect. Like the sort of ducking down and grabbing the ropes, that was brilliantly done, perfectly timed. Um, so that it's not a slant on Bunny's ability, um, but it's just the believability of this pop star comes in and Flaps about a former WWE champion, former Royal Rumble winner. Nah, yeah, it, it, it is a real issue. I mean, see, if he throws out someone like Ziggler, who always gets thrown out, then you know it's whatever. Yeah. It goes quite bad at it. But yeah, now nah, when you're when you're when you're throwing out this guy that's done it all in WWE, yeah, nah, you, you start asking questions of of um, yeah, believability in that one. So it's also the fact as well, and I, I know. I know, I know you can argue, oh, Kevin Owens isn't the originator of the stunner, so if someone reverses it, then, you know, it, it's whatever. It's no reversing Stone Cold stunner, but he reversed the stunner from Kevin Owens. Like, he reversed the stunner. Not many people... Shawn Michaels couldn't do that. Uh, I, I, I don't mind even... I think elimination was fine because it was like the guy was on the outside and he just ducked and Sheamus more or less tipped himself out, which is fine. No I, no problem with that. Um, but it's the, the screwing up to people, and like you say... There's a stunner there. There we go. Um, and out next, we should say there's actually a countdown going on while there's people fighting on the edge of the ring. Who have we got out next? It was Rey Mysterio eliminated and we missed it because we played this Bob Egg. Yeah. Shane McMahon. The boss's uh, podgy 52-year-old son. He's already sweating. Oh, I I never had a problem, like, see when Shane was in it about, what was it, nine-ish? Yeah. Um, right, he's saying that he was, WrestleMania 15, he was having Putin Wex pack over the, the European title. Um, because it was the punk kid's son. That right there. Matt Riddle, former MMA fighter, former champion who never lost in MMA, by the way. He was fired because of the whole marijuana stuff. And, and Shane McMahon's able to square it with him. I just... Help me believe Riddle as a character before you, and then he throws up Kevin Owens, one of the favourites to win the Rumble. I just, I, I cannot believe that Shane McMahon 
genuinely thinks that he should have been booked away for this. <laughs> I was saying, like, his early late nineties, his early career character was of a a rich kid that his punk friends helping him. Um, feud with really, a lower end card guy, um, and now you're just made to believe that Shane McMahon is now the like you say can go head to head with Riddle, throws out a former WWE champion. Um, and put bad bunny in the on the outside. <laughs> you think about his tour later on this night? But, I see Big East on there, but clearly he's got nothing to do, so he's just sort of keeping himself busy. It's what the test is time to go out. And now, Shane McMahon has given these strikes to Drew McIntyre, who, I think, he's quite easily crushed. Yeah. Not, not even that long ago either. It just baffles me. Hometown um, hero. That, yeah, that pop is incredible for Norton. Number boy, hometown hero. Uh, it needs to get rid of that tash. That looks like a, a bet. Chris Boyd's <laughs> a moustache that, like, the 2010 Scottish Cup final or the 2009 Scottish Cup final. Um, and I remember the interviews afterwards and he says, what's going to moustache? And he says, I bet we buy Jig. Uh, so yeah, it looks very much like a bet for Randy Orton. But another one, Craig has not changed in the sort of time that we've been watching these rumbles. No. Oh, there you go. And you're, you've got to pop in an RKO, which is one of these classic moves. And it's, it's different from the stunner. Different from the stunner. It, 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 it's very similar to the cutter, but when you go, when you sort of go back and watch WWE, the cutter wasn't really that over with, with Diamond Dallas Page. Oh, no, 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 I think it was that over, honestly. I oh, think the the Diamond, Diamond Cutter was the most over move in WCW until Goldberg came along. Oh, it was I over. That, you know. oh, oh, yeah. You watch the pop it gets when um, he fakes joining the, the NWO. That, see, that, that, when, he, when he fake joins the NWO, that to me is the real pop that he gets. I don't feel like it gets an, an, another better pop than that. Oh no, go and watch his matches, honestly. He was hitting them out of nowhere, and he was hitting them out of different predicaments. Uh, oh aye, uh, he could slate DDP for a lot of things, but no, that cutter was over. Um, I say outside the spear and jack camera, I think it was probably the most over move in WCW. Maybe even more popular, because the spear and jack camera you knew was coming. Stinger splash. Yeah. Oh, you know my views on Sting's thing. Years and they, they don't book him. I don't know why. But you could you kind of tell me that 
uh, Riddle wouldn't have been a better op- option to put him through it or not. 100%. That, that, that was surefire storytelling, easy elimination for Orton, gets eliminated by his partner, and you continue that storyline till you know, Chamber to Mania. Yep, they don't even bother with it here. They just want Lesnar to get in there and clean house. This is the shortest time someone's ever been in the Rumble to win it. Two, um, two minutes, 32 seconds. I feel like I, I miss him doing the whole number drawn thing. Yeah. Because they had something backstage. Like he didn't even need to show Brock. Look at the way he catches Riddle and just dumps him. That's brilliant because that's raw. That's obviously been a mess. Ah, yeah, that wasn't, that you could, te- you could tell he's actually annoyed at um, Riddle for messing it up. But, but it's fine. I say it, look, it looks good. It looks raw. Oh, that's another big shame. You better keep your old ass over there. Look, it doesn't just go for the same move right away. He kicks him, and then he says, nope, there you go, mate. And then, of course, we'll get the wee story of last, uh, two years ago, was it, 2020, that Drew really got the strap, the rocket strapped to him. Yeah, Drew also, of course, eliminated Lesnar on that rumble, so. Yep. Good luck, because Lesnar was dicking everybody, wasn't he? You're almost anticipating that, you know, HBK Undertaker 07 mini-match. You know, where they'll go for, you know, seven minutes or so um, before the elimination, but... Yeah, even even last year, um, uh, and I know you guys aren't the biggest fans of the women's wrestling, but uh, Bianca and, and Rhea Ripley last year with the final two, they, they got a pretty good match out of that before, um, before Bianca throws out Rhea Ripley. Uh, yeah. Obviously here, you're not going to get much out of Lesnar when he's already had a match in that night, so it's just a frustrating part about it, I suppose. And um, again, if a story is told right, we've still got a lot of mileage in Drew versus Brock. Yep. Miss, misses the Claymore. Change yeah. at WrestleMania 6. And then an F5 elimination to win the Rumble. To, 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 yeah, to me, this was just a highly predictable, relatively boring Rumble. Definitely not the worst. There's been far worse Rumbles than this one. But um, to have that, you know aura of the Forbidden Door thing with Mickey James and the Women's Rumble and then just to have just to have it be so predictable in the men's I feel it was just a, a little bit underwhelming what about the stupid guys from the other promotions that are posting pictures of them in St. Louis and you know you know, fair enough he was doing it but you don't mean faces doing it it's just ah, shite bag stuff uh, I know like, if it was me you're right and I was booking this and you didn't want Brock to win your Rumble, right? Brock's due a, a title rematch, right? And we know how WWE plays fast and loose with the rules, right? So if you have... Who do you think is going to be the main event? Like, we know it's going to be Brock versus Roman, but who's going to go for the other title against Lashley? Is it going to be Big E? Look, looks, like, looks like they may be pushing uh, Rollins in that direction. Although, from, from the latest that I've seen from the dirt sheets, they've got no idea what to do. Uh, for the, the main event because the, the last sort of pitch that was made was champion versus champion uh, right, okay. so. right, well, see, see if it was me booking it right and I was going to go for two title matches I would have Big E win this rumble and I would have Tim challenge Lashley and then Brock could have said well I'm due a title rematch um, that one's sort of taken so I'll just come and have a title rematch against you, Roman, they could have done something like that, a schmoz, whatever it was. We know where it's going, right? And they could have used the whole, Paul, you, you should know this. You you were my advocate for long enough. You know how good my contracts are or something. Um, blah, 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 blah. Some BS. 
to get us there. Uh, it's not hard to do. But, like you boys said, it was, it was fine. I, say, I, I was fine. I enjoyed it. I, I watched, I say, I only really skipped the, the mixed tag and the, um, the do drop match. Um, but I thought it was a fine pay per view. Um, any sort of final closing thoughts, Xander? Honestly, overall, the pay-per-view is okay. Um, I, I suppose maybe it's probably just my own issue here that I, I tend to overhype the Rumble in my head just because it probably is my favourite pay-per-view of the year. Uh, and it's funny that it's actually really early on in the year, but it probably is my favourite pay-per-view of the year because the Rumble is my favourite stipulation. Uh, so I probably just overplayed it in my head of how good it could be. I thought Reigns and Rollins was a great start to it. Uh, and of course, the, the Women's Rumble was right after that, right? And I thought the Women's Rumble was good. I thought it was quite fun. Um, character development, storylines, uh, a, a decent winner, you know, like, Women's Rumble was absolutely fine, but for me, the men's is just predictable and quite underwhelming, there was so many people in that Rumble that, you know, you can blame Future Endeavors, you can blame not using NXT, you can blame whoever you want, it, it, it was a pro Rumble, there was a lot of lower to mid-card guys in there, with the exception of, you know, McIntyre and, and Lesnar. Uh, I mean, I'm not counting Shane McMahon because he's the greatest wrestler in the world. He's got a cup to prove it. Uh, but, but yeah, no. Nah, to, to me, the the main rumble is usually your, your big, you know, big ticket prize, your big go home. Uh, yeah, underwhelmed for me. But ho- hopefully, heading at the elimination chamber, which is in Saudi, of course, so it's really just a massive uh, house show. Hopefully, that's a, a decent little show to watch. It will be during the day for us, so that'll be good. And uh, hopefully, night one and two of Mania don't disappoint. Um, Craig, any final thoughts from you? I, say, I, I do agree with Xander that if wrestling was a season thing, then WrestleMania would be your uh, sort of May time of the football season. Uh, so this is um, this is really the the last sort of round of fixtures, the the split. If you're a Scottish football fan, uh, this is when it generally starts to get really interesting. But what was your thoughts on this uh, Rumble match and Rumble overall? I don't, I don't hate it as much as other people are. Um, it's just so predictable, and it's it's a problem WWE's got right now. That you know, we talked about AJ Styles' debut in 2016. Bar somebody that's already been within the machine, making a return, um, you're not going to get a pop like that. You know, they've either had to be in NXT beforehand, or they've been future endeavoured and brought back. I mean. Who else that's not had any WWE involvement will get a pop like Styles did at the Rumble? Possibly MJF. Um, that's really about it. Um, and the surprises were underwhelming compared to last year with Christian having his first match in, you know, seven years or so. And who else would have Hurricane? Kane. Um, yeah. But... We've got Saudi coming up. They do like a title change in Saudi, and we are on our way to WrestleMania. So we've got all things to look forward to. Who's going to go into the Hall of Fame? Who we still think is missing? And uh, and then we'll get the WrestleMania repeat at Backlash. So, yep, favourite time of year to be a wrestling fan. Um, that is uh, so really all that's left for me to do is wrap up this show and to say thank you to my two wonderful co-hosts, uh, First of all, Mr. Zander Star, thank you. Yeah, no, thanks for having me on, mate. It was, um, while watching it, I thought the number was good, and looking back on it, maybe I was a bit too harsh at first, 
still still think it was a little bit underwhelming, but you know, it is many a season after all, so there's plenty of time for more underwhelming stuff to happen. And thank you, Mr. Craig Fryer. Cheers, man. Thank you. Um, and we will be back sooner rather than later because it is WrestleMania season, as we mentioned. Uh, I think we'll get an AEW pay-per-view and the aforementioned Chamber in Saudi to come before the, the grand idea of them all. So we will be back very, very soon. As always, thank you for listening. And um, as Craig likes to say, stay staunch. was a Quite the Thing media production.